0: Welcome to the Learning Exchange where L&D and HR professionals can dig deep into the ever-changing landscape of online learning and talent development. Each episode we'll explore innovations in learning and discuss best practices with special guests from inside and outside the learning world. L&D is evolving and the Learning Exchange is here to help you keep pace. Hello and Welcome to another episode of the Learning Exchange. Here we are in 2022. It's a new year. There are new topics on the agenda in learning communities around the globe. And I wanted to just share a couple of these things with you uh, as a way to kickstart the year. In the last 24 months, I think we have all learned that up is down, except for when it's left or right. In short, what I mean is that things will not stay still and that the speed of change is not just here to stay, but it's accelerating. And to us as learning and development professionals, we have to understand that that also means learning must now occur at the speed of change. We must be willing to tackle new conversations and think about how we can lend our talents and tools to the broader employee experience. There are a few areas that I think kind of low hanging fruit as it were, where we can pitch in and really help move things forward. And that's what I wanna talk about today. Some of the biggest places that we can pitch in from a learning and development perspective may or may not sound familiar, uh, may or may not even be comfortable to uh, entertain, but here we are and here we go. First place I wanna highlight is the topic of health and wellness. Now, as learning and development teams, we're often tasked with developing people in their role for their specific job responsibilities. But when we think about health and wellness, it's a topic that is no longer passive. Our employees are comfortable with telling us this matters a lot. In specific, if I think about mental health, we as learning and development professionals can lend ourselves and our talents and our credibility to the conversation and help normalize the topic of mental health. We can take away some of the stigma that people associate and ultimately make it an active conversation. In addition, we could expand and leverage our talents and our impact to help inform and educate more holistically around health and wellness benefits. Uh, Learning and development is known for making a big deal of things, really trying to draw some attention, get some excitement, and oftentimes when we think about health and wellness um, this is something that's left to the hr team that total rewards or that benefit team right they come in and once a year we do this open enrollment thing and we probably don't spend a lot of time really educating our employees on what benefits are how to make the most of them how to navigate how to research and understand what's even available so i think um we as learning and development can definitely throw our hat in the ring and take an active role in enhancing the knowledge transfer around this critical offering that has become non-negotiable for employees. The next place I think we can pitch in is, um, you know, I'll start by saying it's more critical than ever that we ask and listen to what our employees' needs are. In respect to the learning conversation, we could pitch in by trying to really get at the heart of employee-driven development. A lot of organizations that I that I speak to um, signal that they are operating from a push-only training program mindset, which just means employees are further conditioned to only go do training when tapped on the shoulder and told to go do training. So what I'm talking about here is Using our talents, using our tools, using our influence in the organization to find new ways to get our employees really excited about the idea of learning and to help them become very conditioned and well equipped to drive their journey. Learning occurs all around us, every interaction, every breath we take. And there are so many sources that people will refer to in their personal lives. right? I'm starting to, I've got a plumbing problem at home. I can go to YouTube and find a million ways to solve this problem. Maybe not all of them are going to be right or match what I need, but you get the point. I can go out there and very resourcefully find a lot of resources. Yet somehow our employees fail to really embrace those tools and those behaviors in our work lives. And this is mostly Because in the workplace, we, for years and years, have conditioned our employees that training is something that only happens when I tap you on the shoulder and say, you are required to go do this training for your job. Um, We've got to help break that mindset, help reshape that mindset, and move away from the idea that training is an event, that training is very prescribed, and make it an ongoing conversation. In doing so, I think it's also important for us to think about how we can develop our employees for more than just their job. To get into this, I think we, we need to take the time to really understand what matters to our employees and find ways to nurture that. Yeah, it may seem counterintuitive to a lot of executives to enable or allow employees to take 30 minutes to go learn something that has nothing to do with their job. But the argument here is what happens when we step outside the box on the org chart, when we step outside the the limitations of the roles and responsibilities, and we invite employees to share with us what matters to them, what gets them excited, what happens is we see a ripple effect. It will ultimately ignite their passion It will reinforce that we see them for more than just their box on the org chart, more than just the job they do, which in turn can lead to increased trust, which leads to increased employee engagement, which also leads to stronger advocacy, right? You've got champions now who are willing to share how positive their experience has been, and that ultimately leads to higher productivity and longer tenure. So if our objective is to keep employees as long as possible and keep them feeling productive and really feeling valued, we have to go beyond that box on the org chart and the limitations of training them for what we want them to do today and what we want them to do tomorrow. And that leads me to my last thought here, which is we really should challenge ourselves to rethink leadership development. In every organization that I have worked for, we tend to talk about leadership development as developing the leaders for tomorrow in our business. What that causes us to do is really put some limitations in. We kind of crank down uh, too much and limit how our employees think about leadership, how they think about transferability of skills. And we give them just what we need them to do, again, for their role at our company. What we should be doing is really focusing on building the best next generation of leaders, not just at our company, but to send out into the world. Whether they stay with our organization for a long time, or they are going to move from our organization to another organization as they navigate and grow, we should still be trying to produce the best caliber of leader possible. This is a win-win for everybody. So I challenge you to rethink how you're approaching leadership development and think about the critical skills that are not only necessary to navigate and be successful in your organization, but think more broadly about the critical skills that were highlighted over the last two years where the world was upended and everything was turned upside down and inside out. Our challenge is really how can we expand our thinking to develop our leaders for leading in the world, making a positive contribution to the larger picture.